You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, world. What separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> I never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me in any kind of sports in, in, in high school. Welcome to the Orange is the New Black podcast. I'm your host, Ace Boogie, joined by my co-host, Zim. Zim, say what's up. What's going on, world? How y'all doing? We got a big win tonight, 8-6. Who day? We are here. Um... It's a weird feeling um, winning a game and not being overly, overly excited about it. I guess that's just my vantage point. How do you feel about the win tonight? I'm, I'm overly excited about it, bro. Really? Just because okay. especially off of coming off of watching that uh, that Ravens game, I don't know if yeah. you – I'm pretty sure you probably caught the end of it where they try to go for two again a second week in a row. Don't get it. And so for us to have – the position that we're in boys now over there. <laughs> is, is good. But the only thing is the Browns game still isn't done, right? So a lot of people are saying first place in the AFC North and all of that. We got to wait and see what happens tomorrow after probably around 7 o'clock once that game is over. 
with them in the Raiders because the Browns, if I'm not mistaken, they still have the tiebreaker over us with the head to head for the first right. in the AFC North. But I'm just glad to be back in the winner circle, bro. Like we talked about it. It really reminds me about what we talked about early on in the season from the from the get go. Get a dub. Just whatever you can do, just get the dub. A dub is a dub. They went out and got the dub. Like you said, it wasn't the sexiest one. It wasn't <laughs> something that you could be, you know, super excited about. Um, but I think it was exciting in different ways, especially when Trey Henderson comes through and blasts through there at the end. And then Ogan Joby gets the other one. Um, you almost get the interception there at the end by Mike Hilton. But to your point, it was one of those games where the Bengals continued to be inconsistent offensively, especially in the first half, not really putting up many points there. Um, and then at the end of the game, I talked about this on Twitter, talking about Zach took a gamble. I really felt like after what happened last week that he would try to go for it on that third and eight with the pass there really doesn't come out and do that at all. Like comes out in the heavy package two times in a row um, and just really doesn't give Joe any kind of shot at that one. It looked like Joe might have audible to something. I don't know. Like, it looked like there was something that he called there. I don't know if it was still just a run play. Um, but they take the risk there. They come out with the W. Um, like I said, not the sexiest game, but what were your thoughts just on the game in general? I think, you know, like, considering the circumstances and what he was up against, you know, this past week, and he said he, he set up a lot of nights and he said he didn't sleep well after losing the way that we did. I think there was some other factors involved with it this time, though, that I think are really, really important. Um, last week, I think it was very magnified because Trey Hendrickson wasn't there. So without him, the pass rush just does not get home like it was. I even had a tweet right after the game, and I can't help but to think Jimmy G would have never gotten in any of those situations if Trey Hendrickson is there. Like him there – I don't know if the Bengals fans just think or notice. I think this is one thing I was super wrong on before the season is that I didn't have this belief in this pass rush. These guys are second in the National Football League in sacks. And I think while we're watching the game, there, there are times that I'm like, Dad, they should put more pressure on them. I think today, nobody was comfortable. Teddy was never comfortable. Uh, uh, Locke was never comfortable. Even though he had a couple passes, you know, in, in that whole run, and their and their their receivers filled in with some key drops in this game. Um, I thought the Sutton uh, drop early in this game. He beats Trey Wayne's on his back foot, and if he take if he catches that slant, I think he might go house on that play. If y'all get a chance, go watch that play. It's like a third down in the first quarter, but that was a big play. But I just think the circumstances were a little bit different, where I think it's not as bad on Zach. But the problem is, it's happened two times before. Right. So then he says, no, nah, I'm going to just do it again and put it on my defense. And I thought that was wrong. But but I, I will say this. You have an incomplete pass there. You're aiding the offense a lot. And that's one thing that everybody has to take into consideration is, yeah, you could go for it. Yeah, you, I mean, not go for it, but yeah, you could put it in Joe's hands. But if he gets an incomplete pass there, you're giving them, I think we're right after the two-minute warning, so you're giving them like a minute 50 or something like that right. and saying go and go down the length of the field and score a touchdown, which is much different than a minute and 12 seconds right. or a minute and whatever the hell. It was like a minute and eight seconds or something. So right. that is a big factor that people that are really, really mad at Zach probably after doing that. 
And I, I don't think it's fair to the defense, but the defense balled out. Like, yeah. absolutely pretty much pitched a shutout. And I talked about Zach having a rhythm for the game and stuff like that. I thought that if you're paying attention to the rhythm of the game, you're paying attention to the defense as well. It doesn't just go on the offense. And I think um, he he saw the rhythm of the defense. Like, there was nothing that the Broncos could do, except I was very scared of them going deep and getting a pass interference call or something like that. I'm very leery of that type of stuff, like, in the games, things mm-hmm. that I can't control. I just thought that they want to run. I said that all week. I respect the hell out of Judy. I respect the hell out of Sutton and Patrick. But I know that they don't want to do that as a coaching staff. And that in itself just takes away that ability to do that. I think Drew Locke was, is a wild card. But I think the coaching staff was like, no, nah, like, don't put the ball in harm's way. And I right. think for fans, y'all got to pay attention to this, too. We all preach ball security all week. Joe, we saw it all day. He was way less willing to push the put to pull the uh, trigger on those tight window throws, and we got what we wanted. A lot right. of people said, "Don't turn the ball over, you win." We didn't turn the ball over, and we won. And I think a lot of uh, throughout the game that that had to be the game plan is make Denver beat you through passing, and Zach carried it all the way out to the end. I will say that. Nah, that's facts. Couple of super chats here, DJ Mister with his weekly. Super chat, appreciate that, bro. Four ninety nine says, "Who day all day?" Yes, sir. Is it too early to give a grade for the overall performance? I think so at this point, just because you know we haven't we got a big game against Baltimore next week. Um, so I think once we get through these next couple of weeks, we'll definitely be able to give an overall grade for the performance. But I think so far they've exceeded national media expectations for sure. Uh, got another one from Jacob Leroy, $50 super chat. Appreciate that, bro. Appreciate the support. He says, man, that win was stressful. It was, but when you wake up tomorrow, you're going to be in the winner's circle. So none of that even matters. A win is a win. That's what matters. LeVar Hollis, $5 one. He said, if we only beat the Ravens, they can't take back the division. Only the Browns could at that point. If the Browns lose the next two weeks, we take the North. So that's that's major for people tracking around the division and things like that. Got another one from Shafi Cool alone for two dollars. Jackson Carmen or Hakeem Adenergy. I mean, Jackson Carmen and shout out to my man Fred, bro. Like Fred did his thing today. I saw him on several key plays, you know, pushing some things in the run game, doing some things where a guy almost got Joe Burrow and he pushes the guy to pancake him out of the play so that Joe can run. Um, so I'd have to look at the film. I didn't notice Jackson Carmen, so that's always a good thing when you don't notice one of your offensive linemen uh, making any mistakes. I don't believe he had any penalties or anything like that. We'll have to see because I think Adenergy just was hurt, so he didn't come back into the game. Didn't see anything there. Paul Severance, $5 Super Chat says, Bridgewater is at the hospital and has movement and all oh, his extremities. Up, that yeah. Is, yeah, prayers great. up to Bridgewater. I was really like – it looked like he was going to have a seizure. Yeah, really, bro, that was and, a and very... It, and it really scared me. That scared very me scary me. moment. So definitely glad that he's good. Um, love from the pornographers. Can't wait for you and Perna <laughs> to collab. Definitely shout out to Brandon Perna, man. It was a dude that I was going to do a collab with on a preview for the Bengals um, and Broncos game. He had um, uh, a child that had to go to the hospital, so we couldn't do that. But during the stream, they raided the chat. He sent love, so... 
Shout out to them over there. Uh, Eric Ryan for 199 says, Zim and Ace the Goats. LFG, Appreciate big game you. next week for sure. Who day? Let's go. You guys are killing it here with the super chats. Love yeah, you guys. Zim and Ace, big dubs this week. Let's get it. Uh, for my man, JC Kirk. Uh, Herman, I can't Appreciate even say your last name, bro. For $2, says at some point, the offense needs consistency. Hey, we talk about that week to week. Every week. Every That's week. some ace preaches every week. I'm going to tell y'all why these Super Chats going crazy because you boys you boys and girls is ready for some playoff football. That's Facts. what that's telling me. Facts, for sure. But like Zim said, um, definitely making sure that we keep, we keep them in a position that's uncomfortable for them, which is passing, like Zim said. Um, Jerry, that Julie, had to be no the, catches that had to be in the, the game. game uh, Cortland Sutton continues to struggle, doesn't get any catches. And like Zim said, I remember a couple oh, of catches bro. that he could have had that would have changed the game. I think there was one with Mike Hilton where he beat Mike Hilton, but he just couldn't come down with the catch there. They started to go to the tight ends. That started to worry me a little bit later in the game. That's what they want. That's Albert they want O and all of that, that was worrying That's me what for they a want. second. That's what they want. If they would have got the lead, I, I was really scared because the defense was starting to wear out a little bit, but they came up so great. Like, Zach put them in a tough spot. Um, yeah. I, I want to credit Money Mac uh, franchise um, record, too, with the 50-yard kick. 58-yard kick. Yard kick. Yep. Um, I've said this a, a lot of different times, that they put Mac, Money Mac in some bad situations, I think, earlier. In that type of situation, I think, from a confidence standpoint, it's like, we trust you. We're going to throw 20 yards, and we're going to put you right down the middle of the hashes, high altitude. And I know that the kick is really, really far. Whether he makes or misses, I don't think as a Bengals fan or anybody, I'm looking back and I'm saying, dang, why did they, you know, like they were playing for, like you saw the Broncos played for a field goal in a McManus 51-yard miss. And had they just been aggressive, they probably would have gave them a 40-something-yard kick in hindsight. But as it was playing out, I was like, you don't play like that and put your kicker in a bad situation. So some of those kicks early in the year, I thought they did it, which was very different than giving your kicker a shot. And that's right. a big difference from a mental standpoint. So credit to him. That was a big kick. That was a huge kick. And in in, I think that gave them a little bit of leeway because you saw when the Broncos came out, they tried to start passing too. I think the Bronco, Broncos came into the game and said, we're going to try to throw a first down to see if we can get them to move their alignment. And the Broncos didn't – they didn't waver from that. And Broncos did have some plays of success. And I think against a lot of other teams, y'all got to pay attention to this. The Broncos probably bust off a couple of those runs Fast. and run for like two-something because they, they got some horses, bro. And I thought the defense told me everything that I need to know is that, okay – there's going to be some times that we're going to go against some very high-octane offenses. And we've gone against one in the Chargers. But we made the mistakes and, and gave them those points. If we could just not turn the ball over, this defense isn't the greatest defense of all time, but it's good enough to win a championship. The right. offense today, though, let me tell you, did not play good enough to make any playoff run or anything. They just did enough, and Joe Burrow moved the chains on third down. This, to me, today, the game that I saw today is what I thought I would see from Joe Burrow last year when I used to be like, man, all they have to do is just let him manage, uh, be competitive in games, move the chains on third down. Joe Burrow did that today. It, it's going to be some ugly games like that, and I think people will be mad 
the same way they don't like Jamar Chase, some people, they're going to get mad because the Bengals didn't win the way that they wanted them to win. Like, the Bengals didn't win the way that I wanted them to win. But it doesn't matter because the Bengals won. That is very key because I've seen a couple of comments or I know people are probably thinking, man, Zach let us down on da-da-da-da. And it didn't happen the way you want Joe Burrow to walk off this gunslinging hero. He ices the game. I'm with you. But it worked. And I think the overall strategy is find the rhythm of the game, understand the rhythm of the game, and understand what you see. And he saw that the defense was going to carry it. And I think the decision for him not to pass on third and eight, I think if they if it's an incomplete pass, they still win the game because Drew Locke and them did nothing on that drive. But right. in, that's in hindsight. Um, and I just think that some people will be like, Zach is not putting them in position to win. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Joe didn't go and risk the ball any time today. No throws were like dangerous throws because the game plan was make them beat you with the pass. So you can't come back later on and say, hey, you know what? Like they just, man, he's got to unleash Burrow. Say you unleash Burrow and he turns the ball over. That's all it would have took for the Broncos to win that game tonight. Understand right. that. You was one turnover away. You was one Cali Kareem. Shout out to my boy Cali Kareem. Shout out to Cali. Shout out to Kareem. Yeah. We got something special. Hey, I'm going to let y'all know. We got this special shirt that's dropping next week with my boy Cali in the game that right. Ace put me on too. But um, shout out to him. Play it again by far. Play no, it again. Definitely play it again. Shout out to Tyler Boyd, too. Um, we're going to get out of here pretty quickly. We're going to try to be respectful of uh, the family's time. You know, me and Zen both have our families and stuff like that. So we're going to try to get up out of here pretty quickly. But before we do, just a super chat from Dustin Crawford, $5, says, love you guys. It's December football. A win is a win. They did have the wide receivers locked up. Boyd played really well. I have to agree. Um, I think it was a great team win. Like Zim said, we didn't turn the ball over. Um, and you know also – I talked all that trash about Jamar's going <laughs> to kill Sertain, right? You know what Denver Broncos said? We're not going to put Sertain on no island. We're going to give him help. We're one of the best safeties in football, and we're going right. to take it away. My fantasy football is struggling. I got Burrow and Chase, and, I mean, that killed me. I'm in the playoffs. I'm in a, in a game. I'm in a hunt for my life right now. But I'm I so already, happy that I already won. died, bro. I already died. I, I'm I still in it, bro. Like, I, I, look, Jamar <laughs> Chase and Burrow and Mixon really mm-hmm. let me down. But I had Kelsey. But I was disappointed in that. But I'm very happy my team comes first. But they, they didn't win the way. I just was like, Jamar's going to kill him. Jamar's going to kill him. And it didn't happen. He had three targets, one catch. And, nah, and it's going to go like good. that. So, but I will say that I'm, I'm, my final thought is this. The Bengals are built for the playoffs in this regard. You've seen the Colts win. They can only win one way. They don't want Wentz to have the ball. They don't want that. The Bills, they only want to pass. They don't want to run. Tennessee, they only want to run. They don't want to pass. What do the Bengals do? Everything. Everything. The run game hasn't been that great. I thought they had some spurts today, but the defense can carry. What other team in the AFC can tell you that their defense and their offense can both carry. There is only one or two I could think of. And I just like my – I like our chances, bro. Like, you get me in there. I've been saying that since we left the Jaguars game. They're built for the playoffs. As much as we lost those games, they're really close. And some people don't like – people like, man, this offense is struggling. To, I'm going to tell you, the defense and the offense are both built for the playoffs. It's going to be some shootout games, and it's going to be some games like this too. And we got to win both ways. There are very few teams that can win that way. 
No, that's fact. So appreciate you guys for tuning in. We're going to be at you guys next week. Obviously, we got Christmas and stuff like that coming through. Got a last super chat here for $10 from Jacob Leroy. Contracts who expire. Uzama, Reef, Joby, Bates, BJ Hill, Phillips, Tate, Fred Johnson, Eli Apple, Spain, Hargraves. Who do you keep or who do you try to take? We'll probably get into that, my guy, at the end of the season. Um, because mm-hmm. of there's so I'd many things. All, I'd say all of them except Phillips. Right now I'm taking Uzama. I'm I'd taking I'm taking, yeah, I'm taking all of them. I'm with you. I'm taking all of them. We're taking all of them. Except, except Eli Phillips. Apple with the almost Well, you're gonna pick. lose Phillips on, and you're man. gonna lose Tate. You're gonna lose Phillips and you're gonna lose Tate. Shout out to Eli Apple too. Another you come back with Eli Apple him. and you still go first round, second round corner sauce or somebody like you you still go corner early. You come right. back with Eli, but you know. And I like Flowers and Hargraves' depth, but you're only going to be able to keep one. Right, facts. No, I'm with you. I come back with most of those guys that I see there. Um, But shout out to Midwest Best Barbecue. If you didn't book your holiday plate with them, definitely be sure to show up and get you some wings and, and things like that. But you can still book with them, I believe, as of tonight. So if you're listening to this now, check out their website. Um, and hit them up, get some wings. But of course, we'll end this with a yes, Sersky. Hello, world. What separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> I never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me in any kind of sports in, in, in high school.